Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Welcome back to the Financial Coach Podcast. Um, <laughs> so today we are going to be talking about uh, some social media and basically trying to help you guys amplify um, your presence and your uh, effectiveness with social media. Um, this is an area that I uh, have a lot of passion for. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, but I also know that this is an area where a lot of coaches don't even know where to begin. You know, mm-hmm. And, and uh, they struggle and um, that's totally normal. You know, um, my background is, uh, you know, I, I'm a 28 year old millennial and I've been basically infused with social media since I had a phone. Um, so it's very, you know, it's just been a part of my life. And, um, you know, that comes kind of a little bit more naturally to me. But I know that there's other people who um, don't have that same experience and mm-hmm. they're kind of just starting from the ground up and they're like where do i even where do i even start and how do i do this stuff and all that kind of stuff so unless anyone want to hate like hit stop and and walk away i am not a 28 year old millennial i am a 43 year old lady who you know grew up with no computer well i mean like that little time you know the big computer on someone's desk but that was it and you know i was i was there when the original dial-up came and and all of that so i and i am a very very passionate person when it comes to being a people person. So I don't love social media in the sense that it doesn't feel like I can always connect with people, right? I was I loved the idea of it because they sold it as you can connect with people. And so I'm hoping that today Cody can show us how to use it effectively in order to connect with people. Uh, but I don't jump on it as much as Cody does. So if you are listening to this today, realize that what we're going to offer you today in terms of amplifying your presence on, on social media can also be used to amplify your presence in other areas as well. So don't hit stop just because you heard the word social media. Uh, no matter what age you are, there is something that you're going to be able to gather from today's episode. I promise. Yeah. Yep. And really, we're not going to like take a deep dive into like certain tactics or, you know, different types of posts or stuff like that. It's really going to be more so about building that foundation for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you if you try and skip this step, um, it doesn't matter like what type of posts you put out or what type of content um, you create. Uh, if, if you don't have that firm foundation, People will go to your pages and try and do some research into you. They'll try and vet you, um, much like you would do for anyone that you're considering hiring. And if, if it just doesn't give off a good vibe, then they're probably just going to be like, eh, I don't really think that I want to reach out to this person. And they'll just move on. Mm-hmm. Um, so today's topic is really about building that good foundation and um, kind, of like, kind of like making your profiles be like a source of honey for the bees that are your clients. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so to, to kind of make it very attractive to them, something that they want, right? Um, so with that being said, um, I think that before we even talk about that, um, I think it's really important to talk about something that we actually spoke about very we briefly touched on it in our last episode, 
Um, but that's just about developing a relationship with some sort of content creator in your area. Hmm. Yeah. And I think at, at the last episode, I think we mentioned doing that with a, a photographer. Like that's what sprung that conversation. But you did use the word content creator and, and you're doing that again today. So I would love if you could kind of unpack that a little bit uh, and just tell, tell us what, what do you mean by a content creator? Because it sounds expensive. I know that's what people are thinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It can be expensive, but it doesn't have to be expensive. Um, and that's what we'll kind of dive into. But basically, awesome. a content creator is just a, it's an umbrella term. Mm -hmm. um, so that they would include people who are photographers, videographers, um, you know, people who are really good at even just creating fun or interactive videos that you could post on Instagram Reels or TikTok or, or whatever you want to do. Um, just people who are good at creating content. That's mm -hmm. essentially what it is, right? And some, and some of these people do all of it. So, you know, it's just an umbrella term called content creator. And, uh, you know, that's, that's just, uh, that's how they're kind of known in today's day and age. So okay. And why is that important? It's important because I want you just to think, you as a listener, I want you to think about what grabs your attention when you're scrolling. Is it words? Maybe. Is it a video? Probably. Is it a really cool photo? Most likely. Mm -hmm. It's the things that stop your thumb. They're mm -hmm. called thumb stoppers, right? And that's the first, the first and the most important thing is you want people to stop their thumb so that they can then invest a little bit more and actually read the part. Because you know, if you if you post a picture with some with some text or a story or, or a message. People are not going to stop to read something. They're going to stop to look at the picture first. And if mm -hmm. they like the picture, then they're going to scroll up a little bit and start reading. Mm -hmm. But it, it's very rare that, that someone does the opposite. They don't read something and then look at the photo. Mm -hmm. you know? Okay. So that's a very good point. And what what if, so, okay, so it's the photo that stops it, but why do we need a content creator? Why can't we just create the content ourselves? You certainly can. There's there's nothing wrong with that. Um but I see, I see benefits with having a content creator at least, mm -hmm. maybe at least maybe at first. But I, but even like, you know, I, I, I have one that I work with regularly, and um, I don't have any sort of reason to stop. But the reason being is because they, they're creative. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they know what works. They know what grabs people's attention. It's literally their job. Mm-hmm. And you know, of course, I'm just playing devil's advocate on purpose because I, I believe very strongly that there should be somebody else who can help. Um, the biggest reason I believe is because sometimes it's so hard to get out of your own damn way, you know? Yeah. And to ask people for, you know, their point of views or their perspective or, you know, what they would like to see from, from someone who's offering your services. Um, because, you know, if, if you're so stuck into, like, uh, your own head, it's like, so I was listening to, uh, I'm a huge fan of The Office, okay? And I was listening to um, Angela Kinsley and um, and uh, Jennifer, I, I forgot her last name, uh, but the girl who plays Pam, mm -hmm. or plays Pam in, in The Office. 
they have a podcast called The Office Ladies. And I was listening to an episode today that they have, and they were talking about the whole writing process. And I guess, like, there would be certain scenes that the director would, like, come to the writers and be like, do you like version A better or do you like version B better? And all of the writers would be like, we like version A better. Mm-hmm. And then he would just call in, the director would just call in, like, some random department, like the accounting department, not the actors in the in the accounting department, like, but, like, the actual accounting department on the actual set. Right. And he would and he'd do the same thing. He's like, do you prefer version A or version B? And the accountant said, we prefer version B. And the director said, let's go. I think I like version B. We're going to roll with that. And all yeah. the writers got pissed. Yeah. You know? And they said, like, you know, they re- they're actually very grateful that the director did that because what the director said was, you guys are professional writers. You are not who is, you're not, like, who this audience is intended for. Yes. You know, like, the people who are actually going to be consuming this are people like those accountants over there. And yes. if they like version B, then they're the ones that are going to get it. Yes. Yep. And I had to kind of cut my thought short because my dog started barking in the background, but I'm, I'm back. And so I want to say that part of the reason is that for that very thing, like we, we get stuck in our own heads. We can't see what other people are wanting. And, you know, we talked last week about our origin story and how, you know, the emotion is the part that really grabs people's attention. And I think so many times when we get over that ourselves, like as coaches, we get, we get through that emotion, right? We come out the other side. And then we forget how that felt. And so a lot of times it's like we just put content out there that there she she goes again. A lot of times we just put content out there that is not, it's not, it's not emotion, right? It's not grabbing their attention because it's just, it's more of that stale stuff. And the people who are the content creators, they can come in and they can help us rehumanize that and help it be more relatable again so that's why i think it really is important to do this uh whether it is some one umbrella you know person who does it all or just pick and choose different pieces as your budget allows you to do that um but yeah i think that's really really great yeah yeah so in regards to like reaching out to these people you know do your research find someone that you like their work um and just reach out to them you know Mm -hmm. tell them what you do see if you can actually hop on the phone with them that way you can actually like uh, you can kind of convey like what you're actually about and they can kind of feel a bit more connected to you because ultimately like this could cost you some money. You know, um, some, some content creators are far more expensive than others. Um, there's some that are very affordable, uh, but there is kind of like that, that kind of like gap, I guess you could call it between like affordability and quality. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you want to find that sweet spot. And something that I might suggest is that if you don't want to pay or if you want to get like some sort of discounted rate or something like that, you might be able to offer a trade of services. Mm-hmm. So me particular, that's exactly what I do. With your photographer, right? With, with Yeah, with my content creator. Okay. Um, I don't give him financial coaching. I help him in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, but he... I help him with his business um, and I help him kind of run things on the, on the back end with his business. And in return, um, he gives me free content, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. Um, so 
there are certain ways that you can work around that. And if you can find something that's, that's mutually beneficial, it's going to it's gonna help out quite a bit. Now, if you have to pay for it, you have to pay for it. It's going to be money well spent. Yeah. But just get, get creative and, you know, hop on the phone with people and see if they're interested in that. Yeah. In a second, I want to talk about the cost versus opportunity cost. Uh, before I do that, though, I'm really glad that you brought up that you don't do financial counsel or excuse me, financial coaching for him because a lot of people think, well, that's the service I have to trade, right? And you're saying, no, I have other talents. I have other gifts that I can offer. And as so do all of our listeners. Just because you're a financial coach does not mean that that is the only thing that you could offer in trade for something. So be willing to think outside the box and say, what else can I do to create that win-win situation for somebody? Yeah. And I'll tell you what I do, because um, this might be an idea for other people too. Um, the person... These people are creative people. Mm-hmm. They don't like the work behind it. They don't like the logistics behind it. They're just creative people. Um, so I approached him, and he, and I knew that he didn't like, you know, fielding emails. He didn't like working up contracts. He didn't like, um, you know, coordinating photo shoots and stuff like that. And I told him, I was like, dude, I'm kind of an analytical person. Um, I'm also a creative person, but I have that analytical side of me. And I was like, I can just do that for you. Yeah. You know, and in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't take a lot of time, nor does it take a lot of effort. It's just Mm -hmm. a matter of just building your processes and then handling it as it comes in. And do you know what does take a lot of time and a lot of effort? Content creation. (laughs) Especially if it's your own content, because I don't know about you, but there are times I will overthink the heck out of something. And it's like, it it takes me, you know, four hours to do something that would take a content creator an hour, because not only is it something that they're really, really good at, but it's not theirs. So they don't have to worry about what it looks like and what it's, you know, you know, all that stuff. So yeah, overthinking it takes a lot of time. And and so you being able to trade that for some something that doesn't take you a lot of time is fantastic. And that brings me to the the cost versus opportunity cost. If indeed you have to pay, like Cody just mentioned, a lot of people are like, well, what is it going to cost? And what we'd like to say is, what is it going to cost if you don't do it? What opportunities are you letting go of if you're not willing to invest that initial cost? And in this case, you know, we talked last week about how when Cody found a really good formula for creating his origin story. He put the time and effort into a post. He found somebody who was going to help create a fantastic picture to go with said post. He was able to get at least 10 leads, I think you said last week, right? About 10 10 consultations. Well, more leads, but 10 consultations. And if he hadn't done that, that is a lot of opportunity that will have been lost. So I want you guys to consider that as well. What what kinds of leads, what kinds of consultations, what kinds of uh, paid services are you able to offer if you don't have this set up so that people are feeling good about coming to talk to you? Yeah. Yeah. Very important point that you just made there. Very important. So once, once you kind of get that... Um, I guess you'd call them teammate on your mm-hmm. side. Um, here's some things that you could do uh, to kind of spruce up your your home pages on your social media. Um, and I'm going to focus on Facebook in particular. Okay. Uh, Facebook, and we'll touch on Instagram too. But I think that Facebook is probably where most coaches are at. Um, I also think that that's where a lot of our clients are at too. Um, so I think it's really important to just kind of talk about that. Okay. So, um, 
one of the tools that I would suggest using, um, which is free, so you can you know set up an account and start playing around and learning how to use it, um, is like a graphic design uh, website called Canva. Mm-hmm. So it's C A N V A, Canva. Um, it is free. There is uh, some limitations to that because it's free. There's like a pro version that I think is like fifteen bucks a month. So even if you wanted to do that, you could. Um, I have the pro version, and I think it's worth it. But you can try it out for free at first, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can create a lot of really cool stuff there. You can create um, posts for you know Facebook and Instagram. You can create Facebook banners for like your profiles. Um, you can create uh, certain like images for for maybe like a freebie or a lead magnet that you're creating. You know all of these different types of ebooks. You can do stuff on you know ebooks on there. You can do a lot of different things. You can even do videos on there. You can do a lot of different things on Canva. It's a very powerful tool, and it's free as well. Can you do so videos on the free up. version? I think I think you can. Okay. Yeah, if I remember correctly, I've had I've had the pro account for a while now, so I can't quite remember, but I'm pretty sure you can. Okay, cool. I've used Canva a lot, but I've never ever tried a video on that. So that's why I'm asking. So very cool. And about for those of you who are just wanting to try it out and do the free version, um, Cody's right that there are a lot of things that you can't necessarily do like just different they have different graphics and different things that you can have access to. Uh, but there have been a few times when I'm like, oh, I really want that particular thing. And then I can just pay a la carte for it. So there are like middle of the road parts where you can do most of it free and then you can just pay a la carte for this particular image. It's $2 or whatever. Um, so just keep that in mind as well that you don't have to go just from free to the monthly subscription. You can play around in that middle ground for a little bit as well. So I agree that Canva's a really great spot to start. So I brought up Canva because that's going to be a tool I'm going to refer back to. Okay. Um, but there's a few things that you, we can even just start with either your business uh, Facebook and or your personal Facebook. Um, this can apply to both, and I think that you should do this to both. Um, and there's a few things that I would recommend that you really kind of focus on here. And I'm actually going to pull up my account just so I can look at, look at it for reference. Um. But first of all, in particular, especially with your um, with your business account, mm-hmm. I would say you know choosing a good profile picture is really important. Um, you know, ideally, it has you a picture of you in it. Um, but if not, you know, maybe maybe you have like a really cool logo that you want to showcase with that too. But the the important thing is that it's on brand. Right. So whatever, whatever you like you and what I mean by on brand is like your vibe, your messaging, how you want to come across to people. That's what's really important. Um, so, you know, if you're someone who's like really caring and you want to be known as like the inviting coach, then make sure that your image is inviting. If you're someone that's like, you know, no bullshit and like is going to like, you know, push you, push you, push you, then maybe do something that's a little bit more intense, you know, something like that. So whatever is on brand for you, just keep it consistent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in your profile picture, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Like I said, it can be a photo, it can be a logo, um, but just make sure it's on brand. Moving into the banner or the cover photo. So the, the larger photo, like at the top of the screen, that's horizontal. Right. Um, that's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Yep. Um, I actually just revamped mine yesterday, 
and I'm way happier as compared to what I had before. What I had before was just a very generic thing. It was just like a blue sheet with like my logo and my business name and my email. And that's pretty much it. Um, but what I revamped, and Maria, you can pull it up on your computer too if you, if you want. Um, I revamped it to be more on brand and more inviting, more exciting looking, right? Um, so I have a color scheme that I like to use for my brand. I use uh, light blue and orange. Um, mm-hmm. It, it, it uh, embodies um, trust and excitement. So those are my colors. Um, and what I did was I created a light blue background. I threw my logo up in the top left corner. And next to my logo was, was a, uh, a picture of myself, of me just standing there smiling, you know, a rather flattering or inviting photo of myself, if I must say. Myself. <laughs> I haven't pulled um, it up yet, I'll tell you. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, I chose that photo rather than me, like, looking all serious because I wanted people to feel like they liked me. You know, mm-hmm. maybe these people have never met me before, but if I have, like, you know, scowl or, you know, like the Uncle Sam, I want you kind of look, like, that's not that's not going to look inviting, you know. So I want I want to be something that's flattering. Um, I do have my business name on there, Size More Financial Coaching, um, with a couple different text options. One is more of like a typical text, and the, one is more of like an accent text mm-hmm. um, to kind of give it a little bit more life. And then I have a message on there too. And this is something I didn't have uh, on my previous one. So I didn't have the photo of myself on the previous one. I didn't have the different text styles with my business name to make it, make it more uh, lively. And I didn't have the message either. Mm-hmm. And the message, I think, is really important. Um, this is what really kind of sets you apart from other people. And this is your opportunity to really kind of tell people what you do and why they should be interested in one sentence. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm looking at yours right now, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So I'll just read it just so people have like an idea of of like an example. Mm -hmm. Um, So mine says, mine says, uh, want to rapidly eliminate your debt in two years or less while building a strong foundation for your mental and emotional health without feeling restricted? It's a question, right? So, So breaking it down, do you want to eliminate debt in two years or less, while building a firm foundation for your mental and emotional health without feeling restricted. Mm-hmm. And making it a question. Right? And I'm going to just point out, since I'm looking at it, that Cody also has a few of those keywords in a different color. So yeah. rapidly, debt, two years or less, mental, emotional health are all in a different font color than the rest of the text there. Yep. Yep. And then next to that like little question or that... Uh, Question. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Question. <laughs> um, is like a little like like action graphic that says "click here to start." So it's like a call to action, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and when they click the photo, it does not take them to like a hyperlink thing because you can't do that in uh, in Facebook. But if you physically click the photo, like where it says "click here," it will pull up the photo, and then a description on the right hand side will be shown. And in the description, I say complimentary consultation, 15 minute call with a link. Brilliant. And they can follow that link. 
So how does one create that? How does that happen? Create the image? Uh, no, sorry, I, that was a bad question. Uh, how how does one technically create the the like once? Where would you type that complimentary consultation, fifteen minute call, and the and the text or the the link in order for what you just said to happen? Yeah, so you would you would upload the photo first, okay, and then once it's uploaded, you can click on it, and there will be like on the right-hand side or, or below it, depending on if, if you're on desktop or, mo or, or mobile. Three dots. You'll see the section where people can, like, leave a comment, like, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And above that is your description. And okay. there'll be a, a button that you can press edit, and then you can input that call to action and that link there, and then press Okay. Save. Okay, cool. And, and, and I'm not seeing that right now because I'm not on my page. I'm on your page. Um, mm -hmm. So right now I'm not able to see that. Okay, that's, that's really great. Um, and also, um, while I'm thinking of it, I, I know I'm kind of going back just a little bit, but earlier you had mentioned with regard to the uh, photo, to the profile picture, I think is what it's technically called. You had said you can put a photo of you or a logo or something. And I'm noticing that on yours, there is no photo of you. It is instead your logo. I'm bringing that up on purpose because when I open up your thing, if you had put a picture of you, it would look really, really funny <laughs> because you have a picture of you on the background, right? Which this looks great, by the way. Um, but if you had also put a picture of you on the profile, it would have looked like a, a floating head of Cody and then next to a bigger picture of Cody. So for those of you who are listening, I just want you to think about that as well. Because um, in my mind, I was like, why would I want to put just a logo? Well, I think if you're going to have your photo on the background, maybe a logo is a really good idea. If you're not going to have your photo on the background, then having a picture of your beautiful face might be uh, an actual good idea for that. So just keep that in mind that they will have to work together and it will look a certain way when you're when you're looking at it all at once. Yeah, and that's that's exactly why I did it that way. Um, now my, my personal page, I have a photo of myself as my profile photo, mm -hmm. but I'm okay with that because I want to be a human. On my well, of course. Yes. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And do, do you have the same background as your, um, as your business page? Do you have that on your personal page as well? I do. Okay. So I could so, go and see what it looks like. Yeah, you could. Yep. And it, it does look a little like, you know, there's like a big photo of me and a little photo of me. Mm -hmm. But it's not anything to where you're like, oh, that looks weird. You know, it's mm -hmm. just like, okay, there's two photos, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but I think for the business page, like, there's, it, it's good for your branding just to, like, not overwhelm, you know. Yes. Yeah. And quite frankly, I mean, even if you wanted to, if you wanted to have the personal one a little different, I mean, it probably wouldn't be a big deal to just keep all of the same elements in that one that's on your personal page and just remove your photo if you wanted to. But you know, that cute little baby's in that. So we're, <laughs> you get a pass anyway. <laughs> no, but thank you for letting me jump in and, and actually look at your stuff because I think sometimes it's hard when we're hearing people talk. I mean, I'm a huge podcast listener and when we're hearing it, it's one thing, but when we can go and actually see it, it's something totally different. So I invite all of our listeners to actually go and see his stuff. Uh, you can go and see mine too, but mine's not nice. So <laughs> you can see what to do and what not to do. Right. And then five weeks from now, <laughs> hold me accountable and go, did she change any of that or not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go ahead. So uh, moving on from the Facebook banner, um, you know, both of those areas, 
you can obviously see why it's very important to work with the content creator mm-hmm. because um, you know both of these photos of me um, or the logo or anything like that it came from him you know um, so that's why I started it off with that um, but moving beyond this um, going into your either your bio whether it be on Instagram or your intro whether it be on uh, Facebook in your personal set uh, profile or your bio in your in your business profile um you don't have a lot of room to work with here it Mm -hmm. has to be very short so you want to make sure that it's something that's effective and make sure it's something uh that explains what you do who you do it for and what people um will typically try and get from your services right um and include a link for people to to be able to reach out to you directly to so for example mine says Financial coach for driven millennials, follow to be debt free. And I have some emotion, uh, emojis in there too to be relatable. Um, so, very, very short, very simple, but just make sure it's effective. Um, and I am going to change course here and talk about this link. So, if you haven't done something like this yet, there's an amazing tool, and there's several different sites that do this, but one that's pretty popular is a, is a tool called Linktree. Um, it's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E, okay? Um, so if you were to use this, this site, basically what it is, is it's, it's, it's one link that, uh, people can click that's personalized to you, and within that link, when you click it, it opens up a website, um, on the Linktree server that has the, that you have the ability to, um, Put several different links of your own all in one spot, right? So if you have a consultation page or a scheduling link um, that you like to send to people, you can put it in this one link. If you have a Facebook page, you can put it in this one link. If you have an Instagram page, you can put it in this one link. If you have a uh, LinkedIn, a TikTok, uh, whatever it might be, you can put it in this one link. If you have a a free lead magnet that you want to promote, you can put it in this one link. If you have a webinar that you want to promote, you can put it in this link. All of these different things are all in one nice link, one place where people can see what you have to offer. Yeah, that's great because I think so many times we have so many things to offer and Facebook really only allows you to add one link there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is a really great way to just, you know, get way more bang for your buck. Kill all those birds with yeah. this one stone. Yep, and the best part of it, too, is this this particular site, um, it's free. Mm-hmm. It's free, and it's really easy to use, too. Super cool. So, yeah, so that's really important. And you can also put that link, um, whether you want to put that one link uh, into, like, you can, with your Facebook um profile you can set like a website or a link for people to click to click um and whether you want to have that be like your scheduling link for a consultation or if you want it to be your link tree um so they have everything all in one place that's up to you but i recommend putting it in that place too that way people are seeing it not once but twice very cool that's a great resource how did you learn about that resource the link tree, mm-hmm. just observation. Uh, observation. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I 
I was like following a certain amount of people and checking certain people out. And I noticed that a lot of people had these links to where mm-hmm. like you click one and it has like all these different areas or, you know, social media or things that they're offering all in one place. And I was like, what is this? And I clicked <laughs> it, did some research and I saw it was free and I was like, yep, this is perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that valuable tool with the rest of us as well. I know you mm-hmm. put in the, the effort into that. So awesome. Thank you. No problem. So really, um, that's that's kind of the, the basis of your foundation. You know, it's nothing it's nothing like super, super sophisticated or intricate. It's rather basic stuff if you really think about it. It's a profile picture, it's a banner, uh, it's your bio, it's you know, a link that people can click to have everything in one place. You know, it's nothing crazy, but but it's important that you do all of these things and that you do it with really good quality because if you're missing a part of this, you know, they all kind of work together, right? Um, and if you're missing one part, then there's going to be people who fall through those fall through those holes. Um, and, you know, even if you do have all the parts, but they're not like where they could be as far as quality goes, you know, put some time into this. Put some thought. Think about not what you want, but what the person who's on the hunt for someone to help them with their money wants to see. They want to see someone they can trust. Try and try and get those elements into your imagery and into your messaging. They want to see someone who is inviting and that they feel like they can connect with. Try and make that work into your imagery and your messaging. They want something that's going to be easy. So make it easy for them. Make a link that has all of your stuff in one place. Click, you know, make something that says click here to start and all they got to do is make one click, you know, like make it easy. Like the more hoops that people have to jump through and the more questions that people have, the less likely they're actually going to reach out to you. Yeah, that's great advice. I I think uh, one thing I'd like to just ask so we can, as we, as we have people starting, because of all the things that you just said, it's important to put time and effort into them. But I know that a lot, there's so many things going on and so many people have other things that are in their heads as well. And there's just, at least a lot of people I run to have that all or nothing mentality. Like, okay, I know how important this is. So I'm going to wait until I can do it right. Mm -hmm. So in an effort to keep people from waiting until they can do it exactly right, what is something that they can do right now? Like for example, the bio. They don't have to do anything super creative, super polished in order to have good messaging in the bio. So maybe just start there and then maybe the the links, you know, the link tree, have that going. Uh, That's something that they can actually start checking some lists off while they're getting some good quality photos for the profile and for the background. I mean, certainly pick something that's going to be inviting now, but don't feel like you can't start this process, you guys, until it's all great because (laughs) you might never get to the point where you have enough time to do all at once so I just want people to hear this and say what can I do today today you can hang out you can hit stop on this once you've shared this podcast with your friends you can hit stop and you can say I'm going to do the bio today Mm -hmm. yep yeah and something that's worth noting too is like even with 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 my um accounts too this is not something that I had everything done in one day and, and like I blasted it up all in one day this is something that I've been refining for months. Yes. You know, and 
and that doesn't necessarily mean that like I didn't have something before. Like I mentioned, I had a different, I had a different Facebook fan, mm-hmm. but it just wasn't good, mm-hmm. you know. And that was something that, you know, I eventually got around to it, and I updated it yesterday, <laughs> and I feel much better about it now. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, the key is just starting. Right. And start with the easy stuff. Right. That way, you get some wind under your belt, and you feel more motivated to to maybe tackle some of the more involved stuff like a Facebook thing. Yeah, and I think, I don't know a lot about Facebook, to be honest, but I think that when you update your bio, there's actually a spot on there where you can choose whether or not to let that be public, right? Not the bio itself, but the update be public. Yep. And so you it actually could be a really good way of testing the waters. You know, if you update the bio and people start liking that, you can go, oh, that actually resonates with people. You know, mm-hmm. if they don't, don't worry about it. It doesn't mean that it, that it doesn't resonate with them. It's just, you know, but... If people start to like that, you can go, oh, that actually is something. You can start to tweak your messaging based on that. Yeah. yeah. So this is a lot. Um, and again, it's all foundational stuff, uh, but it's really, really important. And one thing I want to just throw out there uh, to everyone listening is that if you guys want, you know, let's say that you guys start doing some of these things. Mm-hmm. You create that bio, you make that link tree page. Uh, maybe you even um, start working on your Facebook banner or your profile pictures, whatever it might be. Um, if you want some feedback on it or you want to bounce some ideas off of each other, uh, you guys are more than welcome to join that, that Facebook group that we have. Uh, mm-hmm. It's called New Money Habits Financial Coaches. And just post in there and you know say, hey, like I was listening to the podcast where you talked about this. Here's my bio. Here's my link. Here's my banner. What do you think? Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you that not only will Maria and I chime in and help maybe say like, hey, this looks great. Or maybe say like, hey, I like this element, but I think that this element could change. And here's why. Why don't you try that out? Mm-hmm. And you can kind of fine tune things. Not only would we, would we do that. I know for a fact that the other coaches in the group would also do that too, because we have a really solid group of coaches. Yeah. Yeah, and it's so nice to be able to refine your your message and your photos and, and all of that, just kind of bouncing feedback off of people before you necessarily throw it out into the real world, if you will. So I think that's a really great suggestion, and I'm, I'm glad that we're, we have that space for people to be able to do that. Yeah. yeah. So, all righty. Well, that's what I got for you today. I don't want to overwhelm you too much. So yep. <laughs> we got it. some pretty heavy stuff the last couple of weeks. A lot of, yeah, which is good though. I mean, it's a lot of information, but I, I trust that our guys, our listeners are going to be able to take that and just really run with it. So I'm really excited to see what people are doing. And thank you so much, Cody, for always being willing to share these formulas and stuff, especially in the areas where I admittedly could use some work. <laughs> well, hey, I have some areas I need work on too that you're much better at, so... We, we all do each other quite a bit. That's right. That's right. We all have our areas, which is great. That's what makes this such a fun podcast and why our listeners are so amazing. We can't wait to continue to have you guys share all of your talents as well. Um, and we're, I think we're going to have some guests coming up pretty soon too. So I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. All right. Very good. All right, you guys. Well, thanks so much for tuning in today. We really appreciate all of your support. Continue to leave those ratings, leave those reviews for us. That's how other people find this podcast and continue to jump into that Facebook group. We look forward to connecting with you guys. See you next week. Bye-bye. 
Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast, brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our host by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.